Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast, the podcast where we try to investigate the cinematic timeline of Scooby-Doo. I'm your host, Ashton. I'm your other host, London. And I'm your other, other host, Mariah. Welcome to Chapter 32. This is 3D Struction. So before we jump into it, I want to hear, what did you guys think of this episode? Your second episode of What's New Scooby-Doo? It was really good. I liked this one. It, the plan was well thought out, and it was a fun one to watch. Yeah. I liked all the dinosaur references, because I love paleontology, so I thought that was cool. And I thought that it was interesting that they kind of brought in a lot of different like terms and stuff. So I think it was like nice and science-related, but also fun. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I wonder if this one is at all... Like, is there a real dinosaur legend? Um, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Coast, it was it Costa Rica, right? Yeah, it was in Costa Rica. Trying to find what the dinosaur was called. Um, Cerebrosaurus, but... Wasn't it, like, started with an O? Yeah. The uh, Mr. Sapita, he named, or he said something. Man, I almost wrote it down, but then I didn't. Yeah, I I just, didn't. it was in Spanish, so maybe it like means something else that <laughs> <laughs> a secret, like dinosaur or something. Yeah, <laughs> something pretty basic. Oh, it... Well, okay, this is a very loose translation. The Phantom Gigantosaurus. Oh, okay. It's got to be made up then. <laughs> Probably. I'm like, yeah. The Gigantosaurus does not sound like a scientific term. But yeah, so the gang is like international again. Yeah. This oh, is cool. their like second time that they're out kind of like in that general area because we had Monster in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of back in that general population. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we'll jump into this. Here we go. Okay, synopsis for this episode. This reads, Daphne's uncle sends the gang to Costa Rica for the opening of a museum exhibit on dinosaurs when they meet archaeologist Melbourne O'Reilly. He reveals the legend of a dinosaur spirit. So when the gang watch a dinosaur film in the museum's theater, the dinosaur in the film jumps out of the screen and into the audience. It is up to the gang to figure out who is really behind this mystery. Hmm. Bunch. Yeah. There we go. Now, Fred. Now to Fred. <laughs> yeah, so we learn he's a fan of this Melbourne O'Reilly that we meet. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny because in the last episode we watched, he was like the fan of all the snowboarders. So he's like a super fan of lots of things, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, and he recognized Melbourne from a magazine too. Yeah. So he's still into like magazines <laughs> and newspapers and whatever else. Yeah, like the adventure magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his. Uh... What did he like in Pup? Um, National Exaggerator? Yeah. yeah. Oh my heck. And then he got obsessed with like you know, doing movies and stuff. So I think this is kind of like up his alley. This yeah. whole like. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he. I swear, like, the more we do these, the more I'm really like, realizing a lot of these plots are like 
driven by Fred. Yeah, because he goes to all these places because he's like, oh, well, I want to go. This person's going to be there. This is happening. And they all kind of like this time it wasn't, though. Yeah, true. But most of the time it is. Yeah. They just happen to meet someone that he's a fan of. Yeah, it worked (laughs) out well for him. So in not our next series, but the one after that in Mr. Incorporated, we'll meet someone. Oh, I can't remember his name, but he's he's not exactly like a archaeologist like this, but he's definitely kind of like a adventurous type guy. Like he, it's the type of guy who just goes on these crazy wild adventures to find these artifacts in the jungle and type thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he knows who he is and is so excited to meet him and whatever so it's yeah this thing just carries on with fred to yeah get all excited and he's super excited about all this stuff he's very well rounded with everything it yeah. seems like <laughs> that's pretty funny uh, a lot of my notes for fred really revolve around him and melbourne but yeah mm-hmm. uh he gets he gets excited when Melbourne exclaims that he has a plan to catch. Yeah, he was so excited. He's like, you're like me. Yeah. You have a plan. <laughs> they get along well. <laughs> We're one in the same. Yeah. I think he just secretly hopes that he's like him. I, I know. I'm like, I feel like he has almost this slight hope that either Melbourne will join the gang or that he can join Melbourne in yeah. like other adventures. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So he's like trying to, oh yeah, I'm into that too. Like, I like that. Yeah. He's trying to impress him. Yeah, very much. (laughs) So I wrote down to, I just because I feel like we haven't heard this in a while. I'm not sure if he technically said it in Legend of the Vampire, but he said to split up. Mm -hmm. I feel like we haven't heard him like actually say, let's split up in a long while, if well, we heard it in Pop Game Scooby-Doo a little bit, but it just stood out to me in this episode. And then um, we got kind of the classic splitting up with him, with Fred, Daphne, and Velma on their own, and then Shaggy and Scooby on their own. Mm-hmm. I know in a few there's going to be somewhere Shaggy and Scooby go with Velma, where mm-hmm. then it's just Fred and Daphne. But this is the most like classic split up, so... I don't know. It was just, it was nice to see. I feel like we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, that and it was, was cool. It was kind of funny because Melbourne was the one who said, let's split up this way. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, and then Fred, but then Fred wanted to go with him. Like, they all yeah. wanted to yeah. go with him? <laughs> they all, I guess, yeah, they all wanted to go with Melbourne. <laughs> that was funny. And then it was funny that Melbourne picked Shaggy and Scooby to come with him. I thought that was funny. Did they go with him? They think they, he asked them to, didn't he? He's like, oh, you guys are a dynamic duo. Or yeah, something. true. Mm-hmm. He's like, you. Can't but then they split. like got split up again. Like they weren't even with him. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was funny. But yeah, <laughs> I love seeing like Shaggy and Scooby go on their own for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't love it when it's like forever. You know, it's like <laughs> half the episode they're all split up and whatever. There's, I mean, there's gonna be series where it's just Scooby and Shaggy and, like Scrappy and then. Scooby, Shaggy, Daphne, and Scrappy, and whatever. Um, the last three movies before our first... Well, no. No, just kidding. The Well, the last three movies within this timeline stamp, basically, uh, are, like, very explicit Shaggy and Scooby 
adventure movies. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a mystery and the gang are there, but for like 75% of the movie, they're split up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, so it's chill out, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King and Scooby-Doo and the Samurai Sword. I feel like um, chill out, Scooby-Doo balanced it well, having them be split up and then coming back together. Like, it made sense in the story. And Samurai Sword was is an interesting one. I recently rewatched it the other day, and it's like they they don't really split up how you think. It's kind of like Shaggy and Scooby accidentally do something that makes them split up from them, mm-hmm. and they have to figure out their way back together and whatever. Um, but Goblin King, I I have mixed feelings about it because like I like the story that Goblin King tells. I just wish the gang were together a lot more because I swear there's maybe like five scenes with Fred, Daphne, and Velma mm-hmm. within that whole movie. And so I don't know. It's it's kind of to your liking. You know, some people like the Shaggy and Scooby misadventures. Some people don't. So anyway, I just this is kind of our first time really seeing like Shaggy and Scooby being out on their own doing mm-hmm. stuff. and. Um, so I'm interested to see what you guys will think of it eventually once it really becomes heavily part of the plot to have them separated. Yeah. So. Anyway, back to Fred. <laughs> he believes that Melbourne is a hero because of that magazine. <laughs> Don't even question it. Just the magazine said so, so it's true. <laughs> oh. Daphne was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was so funny. I was like, well, he said he's a hero, so yeah. well, it must be true. <laughs> Just on. another, you know, Fred falling susceptible to media yep. again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my last note for him is his trap does not work. That's right. He sets the trap and doesn't work, which... Okay, side note with this. So his trap was to, like, capture the dinosaur monster in, like, a rib cage of dinosaur bones. Or back bones, I don't even know. Something like were. that, like the rib cage yeah. like bones, I guess. And anyway, obviously it doesn't hold him. He's able to just break him. So my side note with this is um, these, I mean, not, not all of it was the gang's fault. But they, like, do a lot of damage within this museum. Yeah. All these bones are breaking and... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then, like, the Dr. Gutierrez, or whatever his name was, I can't remember, I think that's how you say it, was like, it's fine, It'll, it can be fixed. I was yeah. like, this is, like, millions of dollars worth of damage. Yeah, he was just not even worried about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's cool. It's like, isn't, like, free reign to just find the monster, but destroy the museum. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I trust you guys, just do what you do. Yeah. <laughs> I guess at least he was chill. Yeah, he yeah. was pretty chill, that's for sure. I was like, wow. <laughs> He's like, you know, very, very chill. I'd be like, high anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the museums like got totally and then Scooby kept taking like the bones off the dinosaurs and stuff. So I okay, I wanna say this is kind of a reference Easter egg to the original very first episode of Scooby-Doo. Because they're in a museum trying to capture this Black Knight. Mm -hmm. And there's a scene where he, like, takes a bone from one of the dinosaurs. Mm. He was like, mmm, bone and whatever. And then he sees the Black Knight 
and whatever. He's like, oh, shoot, and whatever. Well, so the dinosaur, like, fell apart because he took the one bone off. So then he just kind of, like, lifts the bones off, and then, of course, cartoon logic, it just puts itself back together, uh-huh. and he's able to run away and whatever. <laughs> oh, but that makes sense. I feel like this is kind of a reference to that. Yeah, probably. But. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I had for Fred. Yeah. Me too. I didn't have a lot of okay. like, just had, like, that plan, like, to use the facilities, like, the blueprint. I just remember him pulling that up, but, yeah. Oh, true. But that was it. The only other thing I wrote down. So Daphne, uh, she's pretty much the reason we're going to this museum. Her uncle mm-hmm. sends him out because he couldn't attend this museum exhibit thing. I don't even know. Was it like an opening? Was it just I, showing off the dinosaur? I think. I guess maybe maybe he like uh, donated a lot of money or yeah. something to it. And so he had tickets and he's like i can't go and i maybe did he do it just because he thought that they would enjoy going or yeah true i don't know like why he let them go or well we'll have this quite a lot honestly of like daphne's family might mainly being like oh like you should go do this or you should check this out i watched a special the other day where it's called scooby-doo um like the beach beastie i want to say it was and basically they go to like this resort and this resort is owned by daphne's uncle or whatever and he's just like come check it out like come stay at this resort and then there's a movie uh, legend of the phantasaur it's another dinosaur story and fred has to get extra credit or otherwise he'll tell a class and not graduate and there's a like paleontology dig going on and so Daphne's uncle's like oh well you, Fred could go take part in the dig and you guys can go stay at the resort that I own and yeah, so we're gonna see this a lot of yeah. Daphne's family just being like here's your VIP plane like right? go yeah it was a private jet and everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are we surprised no <laughs> I mean, she had her own plane at one point that she flew, so. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> it was just parked by a lighthouse or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> so they get to the museum, and, like, everybody's kind of giving them the eye because they weren't told it was a black tie event. She's like, do I have time to change? Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> she was upset. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's like, I'm embarrassed. This is embarrassing. And Velma was just kind of like, yeah, shrug it off. <laughs> She's like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, my only other note for Daphne, which it wasn't a big thing, but I just found it interesting, was that um, her uncle actually like told, at least Daphne, I don't know, he told the whole game, but told them like stuff about the museum and like told them, oh yeah, it's like, built on or around this mine and whatever i thought that was interesting he gave them information before they went not just was like here go to this museum in costa rica yeah kind of you know excited them a bit so yeah but that's all i have for daphne anybody have anything else um i put that she identifies bat guano (laughs) yes because it's a common ingredient used in cosmetics 
Yeah, like at first I thought she she was turning all Velma on me and I was like, wow, look at how smart she like, knows about this stuff. And then she's like, because it's cosmetics. I'm like, okay, well, that explains Just it. Which is still pretty smart. It's still pretty smart. I certainly don't know what's in makeup. Well, kind of, but I wouldn't be well, able to tell just yeah. from seeing the ingredient on its own. Right, because she, she knew it was an ingredient and she also knew what it was. So yeah. that was cool. So go dab. I was like, she oh, was that like, was that's in makeup or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it ever is really makeup. I, that would be gross. Is it like that? Like, what is it? It's poo. Yeah, it's okay, that's poo. what I thought. Yeah. I'm actually, okay, I remember hearing a rumor in like middle school that, oh, if you wear makeup, you're wearing bat poo. And it was like a joke, but people still wear makeup. So it could I be wonder, true because it was like a rumor. I know. It's like, how did you look that up? I just think of bat guano. I just think of Ace Ventura when nature calls is because the whole bat. I guess people like eat it. I don't know if that's true. Interesting. Maybe. I can't remember. But I was like, that's I remember hearing about bat guano. I didn't know it was such a thing. I mean, honestly, it's... it wouldn't surprise me because there's some really interesting ingredients in makeup right? that a lot of people don't really know unless they hear about it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it is a legend um, because a lot of mascara actually lists... Oh, hi. <laughs> Welcome, Bronx, to the podcast. <laughs> a lot of mascara lists... Guani, guani. Oh. Um, but the FDA requires that it be harvested from fish scales. Oh. So. so the rumors were false. Yeah. So. Woo, middle school me can now rest in peace. Now I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Gladly. Glad we spent rest. like five minutes talking about bat poop. I know. Just now. <laughs> It's a very, very interesting important. topic. Very interesting topic. <laughs> Daphne knows a lot about. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Bronx. Should I kick him out? Or... No. Okay, now that we've thoroughly discussed that guano. 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 I wonder if people do eat it. I don't know anything about it. Now we got it. <laughs> like, what do people do with bat guano? Bat guano uses. <laughs> Not makeup. <laughs> Not used for fertilizer for plants and lawns can be used in natural fungicide and controls soil. Oh, it's a compost activator. Oh, well, that makes more sense. So people don't eat it. That's yeah. Because I was like, why, why did I think people ate it? I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, honestly. Maybe like, in like weird areas. Of yeah. <laughs> backwoods of the world where there's bats. I don't know. You just never know. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Velma. <laughs> Velma. Yeah, that's all I had for Daphne. Velma just always has a camera. Yeah. She's taking that too. pictures. She's got. Which was funny because in the end she like does a whole slideshow. Yeah. Of all the evidence she found with her camera. It's like she knew the whole time what to take she, pictures of. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I like that she's putting it to use, you know, it's not just something that like she has and then it's like we get to the end of the episode and she's just like you know, it's like I just like it's being used and not 
a prop of the episode, basically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I do just find it interesting that, like, so many times in a row right now we're having her... She's just making sure she has her camera anywhere she goes. We yeah. have it in Legend of the Vampire, Monster mm-hmm. in Mexico. Uh, we didn't have one in the Snow Creature one. but Yeah, she was sick. Yeah, she was <laughs> too sick to take pictures in that one. Yeah, I guess she just likes to document where they are when they go on trips and stuff. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. I'm like, I want to see your scrapbook now. Like, right? Yeah, don't you have a scrapbook? Of all the uh, uh, mysteries that they <laughs> go on. Yeah. She's like, this picture helped us solve this mystery. <laughs> this. She's just got like a whole scrapbook album. I really liked that she like knew all these scientific terms mm-hmm. and it was kind of like guys it means this like come on who doesn't know this (laughs) but i i really thought that was interesting for her character to like even though she's not in that field so to say she knows she's done the research yeah i kind of felt like it was also like a hobby almost for her not like just something she enjoyed yeah like when because she was super excited to go to the museum and i think she was excited just something fun that she wanted to do Mm So I like that. Um, she identifies the coprolite, the dinosaur poo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or they think it's dinosaur poo, but it's actually Bagwano! Yep. <laughs> and that's kind of when they're talking about all that. Mm-hmm. And that's when she's like, um, that's why I like my natural look. Yes. I'll stick with that. That was funny. <laughs> Just don't even risk it. Yeah. Yeah. And my last note for her is she has an industrial size Scooby Snacks box. Yeah. To she has that. How did they get that to Costa Rica? Oh, but Daphne, Daphne. has her own private. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're always on hand. <laughs> yeah. And did you notice, like, on the box it said, like, super size something or other? I thought that was funny. <laughs> did she, like, on a dolly? Was, like, yeah. Because, like, boxes will say, like, family size or something. Oh, so it said, like, super size box. Yeah. I wonder if there's ever one that says Scooby size or Shaggy size. Yeah. Oh, well, that would be. I know, like, as big <laughs> as the <Earth>, probably. <laughs> we, um, well, no, okay, in a pup named Scooby Doo in episode three, they went and, like, solved a mystery in the Scooby Snacks factory, and for helping them solve it, they got, like, a lifetime supply of Scooby Snacks, and Shaggy's house was just filled to the brim with Scooby Snack boxes. And then I was watching today, actually, another episode of What's New Scooby-Doo. Just kind of have it running. I, I don't know. I Honestly, I put Scooby-Doo in for background noise. I, yeah. Anyway, this one came on. Um, and they go to the Scooby Snacks factory again. And this time it's a Scooby Snack monster, so we'll be seeing that here shortly. But I'm like trying to think. I don't know what they got as a prize for solving the mystery, but like the whole time, Shaggy and Scooby were just like, "We'll just drink the batter. We don't need the the actual like cookie or whatever." <laughs> the snacks. Just eat it. Raw. Just drink yeah. it. <laughs> and the people that were working there kept getting mad, like. No, you don't touch the batter. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be so annoyed if they were there. <laughs> yeah, like, ah. there was one guy. He just like kept watching, and he's like, he's like, this is why there's a Scooby Snack monster because 
some person was like dipping their finger in the batter and fell in the machine. And oh no! <laughs> it's like, That's gonna happen to you guys. Not funny. <laughs> and they were just like, "Okay, cool, we can eat ourselves." I want to be a scary monster, snack monster. <laughs> I, I should might show eat you. you. <laughs> I should show you guys. I don't know was. why that's so funny to me. <laughs> Scooby snacks, mon. Like whatever, we do it. It's worth the risk. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the Scooby Snacks monster. (laughs) Looks like a big blob of mud. (laughs) The eyes are cool. The glowing eyes. Yeah, I like his face. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's kind of creepy. But anyway, random. (laughs) So is it supposed to be like a bacteria that grows in the Scooby Snack and becomes like? Because you touched the batter. Yeah, we'll have to see. I, because again, I just kind of have it in the background. I don't totally pay attention all the time. Yeah. But yeah, that's, we're going to have to keep that in mind. Yeah. I I mean, now we're talking about like a whole other episode. Sorry. I need my sticky notes to write that down so we can remember to look into it. Someone write that down. Scooby snack bacteria <laughs> scooby snack bacteria i'll know exactly what that means <laughs> good because i'll look all the back and be like what does that mean yeah, right <laughs> what was that supposed bacteria to? monster that'll help there you go i wonder when that episode is now uh, we're you know i'm on to something <laughs> it's called recipe for disaster not that that means anything right now but <laughs> we're just completely going off of this episode I'm kind of lied. Apparently, oh, it is episode ten of season two, so we won't have it for a minute. Oh, okay. But anyway, anyway, spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler for like twenty more chapters. (laughs) That's all I have for Velma. Do anybody have anything else? I just put that she was the one that was running the tests on the bones and all that stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. But yeah, she kind of was ahead of like doing all that. I love, too, that like even though Fred's plan didn't work, she was just like, okay, no big deal. Let me lay it out for y'all and we yeah. can just end this right now. You know, like she wasn't yeah. like, oh, no, the trap didn't work. She's just like, okay, cool. Everybody follow me. <laughs> like, no, we're going to go do this. Plan B. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call the culprit out right in front of everyone. Like, yeah. I made a slideshow. Are you guys ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like she expected Fred's plan not to work. Poor Fred. Or she usually was like she was really just hoping. ready. Yeah. For maybe, anything. Honestly, yeah. For anything. So Shaggy and Scooby, I really don't have a lot for either of them. But Shaggy, he finds gold in the mine. And is told it's fool's gold yeah. and leaves it. Yeah, well, he tries to carry it, but then he drops it because it's too heavy. Yeah. And then Scooby drops one on his foot and he's like, ow. So, okay, not that I really know much about gold and fool's gold, but I felt like it being heavy was kind of like a sign of like, no, that's actually real gold. It's not fool's gold. Yeah, because like... Bulls gold's made out of iron. It's mm-hmm. iron pyrite, I think it is. And yeah, it's way heavier. <laughs> and yeah, it's like so... certain, like it looks a certain way too, mm-hmm. like way different than what gold looks like. So but I just thought it was interesting that Melbourne was like, oh no, that's fool's gold. He didn't even like look at yeah, it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was pretty chill about it, yeah. but it was almost like, is he trying to play it off or 
does he genuinely think it's fake? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was just, come on, so, dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I thought it was going to be him, you know, because he was like, oh, because they were talking about gold and stuff. But mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, maybe he was trying to distract them. Yeah. <laughs> and to make him think it wasn't He's like, gold. crap, I left some gold around. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't carry it either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that Shaggy was like, oh, those dumb people that <laughs> thought this was gold. <laughs> <laughs> like nonchalant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love his comment. Oh gosh, what did he say? Something about like, oh yeah, we'll leave this fool's gold for the fools or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh shaggy. <laughs> he tried. He tried. Yeah, well he could have been rich. He could have gone yeah. like <laughs> so I bet he was kicking himself. <laughs> I would have been. <laughs> I mean like yeah, I'd take at least one. It's cool though. I mean it looks cool. You can just take some as a super. <laughs> yeah, game. yeah, exactly. <laughs> also in the cave, um, him and Scooby eat like this really old sandwich. Uh, yeah. And they find this old lunchbox, like, okay. They said uh old sandwich is better than no sandwich or something like that. I'm yeah. all, no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to die. Old sandwich is worse than dust. You ate it and that's all. Yeah, I just went into dust. Ew. Gross. Yeah. They were desperate. Yeah, even though they probably just ate a whole bunch like 20 minutes earlier at the gala, like the museum. Oh, Oh, I'm just trying. Okay, I was trying to think of this quote. So in a movie called uh, Curse of the 13th Ghost, like, you hear this crumbling or whatever, and, you know, Daphne's like, do you hear that? And whatever, Shaggy's like, oh, that's just Scooby's stomach. He hasn't eaten in over seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> I also put that when Shaggy and Scooby, I don't know what it's called, that thing on the... The rail, I don't know what it's called, but, like, the pump. The, the... Yeah, on the, the rail. Cart. Yeah. Like in the old train car pumping thing. Yes, on that, and basically, like, the romp happens, and everyone else gets trapped by the dinosaur creature thing, and then they swoop by and save them on accident. Yeah. (laughs) They kind of save them. Yeah. I thought that was cool that they used that little car thing. Yeah. That was fun. Again, what's it called? I don't know. So, this is something else that we'll actually see when there's, like, cavey settings for the mystery is... Jack and Scooby always find these carts and utilize them. Yeah, and they just magically work and have a track. And- <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there's no dead ends. Well, there probably will be eventually, but in this case, there was no dead ends. <laughs> I like I said in the other in the previous episode too. This series, for the most part, has the romps of the, the songs for the romps are like songs you could go look up on like Spotify and listen to and whatever. Um, I love that, like, this one, um, I, I mean, I have all these songs on my music library because I have a Scooby-Doo playlist, and this one is, fits the aesthetic and, like, where they are, the setting, and if you listen to the song without everything going on, uh, it is a pure Spanish song. Yeah. There's no English words. I just thought that was fun. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, oh, cool. They made it so like it fit with mm-hmm. the whole theme. So I thought that was cool. Did better than most of our Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was something that. So my last note for Shaggy, I really like that he kind of helped Velma solve the mystery without really knowing it. Yeah. Calling out the gold and the bat goo and the yep. 
everything. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I like that too. And but then he was like, "Tell me what I did." Yeah. <laughs> He's like you're welcome for what. <laughs> um, but that's all I have for him. Yeah, I didn't have anything else. Mm-mm. Do I even have anything else for show or Scooby? Oh, well, I mean, I put. We kind of already talked about this. That he splits up with Shaggy. But they also, for like five seconds, Scooby dresses up as a girl dinosaur to yeah, lure to them. lure it out. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. They always dress up as like girls. It's it's like, funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh heck, I one of my favorite gags is in Scooby Doo and the Goblin King. You've seen this one, but they're like trying to get into this goblin party and whatever, and they're like, we gotta dress up and like make it basically trick the goblins into thinking they're on the list or you know like we can squeeze in whatever anyway so they have these magical cards that this magician guy gave them and one of them gives them these disguises well the disguises is to make them dress up as Daphne and Velma so then they're able to wear themselves in and I always just think it's funny. I'm like, you, well, first of all, you needed a magic card for that. But also just because they're like dressing up. <laughs> and there's another one, um, Scooby-Doo Pirates Ahoy. So they're on a cruise ship and uh, there's like a night of this uh, like dress up party. I don't know what their costume party type thing. And for whatever reason, no one can have the same costume. Like, everybody has to have something else. And for whatever reason, the uh, one of the cruise directors, like, knows everybody's costumes. And so, anyway, there's, like, this little scene of Shaggy and Scooby dressing up in different costumes. It was like, nope, that one's taken by so-and-so. Nope, that one's taken by so-and-so. And their last one is <laughs> Daphne and Velma. They dress up as Daphne and Velma. She's just like, oh, nope, I have the perfect thing for you. And they're both like, what? Like, how did this not pass? But That's funny. Anybody have anything else for Scooby? Because I didn't. Um, I thought it was funny. This wasn't like integral to the story or anything, but we see him take the bone from the fossil kind of in the beginning. And we were talking about like. No one seemed to care. But later <laughs> on, when they go in the mines, he's burying the bone. Oh, yeah. I thought that was kind of just funny. And um, at another point, when they're kind of in, like, a forest area, I kind of didn't see what kind of animal it was, but he kind of got into a little, like, mishap with a little forest creature. Oh, yeah. It was like and a was... parrot or something. Yeah. So, up in the tree. Yeah. I had... So, yeah. I wrote this down in my little extras. Because, like, the last time they were in this area of the continent, you know, they had that mechanical parrot tormenting them. Yeah, I thought of that, too. It (laughs) looked exactly the same, just a different, actually, a live parrot. But yeah, it made me instantly think of Monster of Mexico. I was like, is this one fake, too? Is it going to start talking? (laughs) Which was also kind of funny, because Shaggy just, like, stuffed... Like a coconut, a coconut or something. Yeah. He's like, don't even try talking. We are not going through this again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over that. We ain't doing that. Nope. Yeah. He was over it. Um, the other thing about like bones. It's interesting right now that he likes bones because eventually 
the well, the movie that's really standing out right now for an example is gonna be doing the witch's ghost, I think. Anyway, he gets offered bones eventually, and he he says no, and Shaggy's like, no, Scooby doesn't like bones and whatever. So I'm interested to see what happens. Why does he stop wanting bones? Yeah, it's kind of funny because bones is like a do- such a dog thing. Yeah. Scooby eats like all human food, so yeah. it's like funny <laughs> to me that he's like into bones. Like, oh. <laughs> I thought you'd want something else. <laughs> I know. Sometimes, honestly, it's like easy to forget. Scooby's a dog. Yeah. So I like these little things of where, yeah, he's like burying the bone because it's like, oh, yeah, he's a dog. Like he has to do some dog things. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, it's instinct going to come out of there. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was fun that you mentioned that. That's all I had for Scooby. So Melbourne O'Reilly is my first side character. Mm-hmm. So before we get totally into him, um, this is a reoccurring character. We will see him more throughout this series. Oh, cool. He's kind of fun. He's, yeah, he's fun. I like him. Uh, So he intends to get these bones that he's just picking up and catch the beast, even though he started the curse. And (laughs) he's just like, oh, nothing's going to stop me. And he seemed very like... He never was like, oh, yeah, I started the curse or whatever. He was just like, yep, I started the curse and I'm going to capture it now. Like, he just, yeah, like, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs> yeah, because I, with the whole opening, I was kind of surprised that they, then I saw him again. I'm like, wait, it looked like you were about to get eaten by some monster and then you're right there. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, like, didn't care. They're like, they're like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a monster that came after me. Nobody mentioned anything. I was like, going on yeah I, i'm kind of surprised like he we didn't see him like wounded at all like he was perfectly mm-hmm. fine i'm like i mean i guess he just like barreled out of there yeah or something, but yeah but it made it like look like he got injured or something yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> he comes waltzing in and i'm like oh okay he's fine <laughs> just another day he's it's because he's a hero hero yeah true <laughs> this is clearly stated by the magazine oh my gosh Maybe that also was said in the magazine. Does not uh, get injured. Does not get injured ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. He was kind of funny. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> Don't worry, we didn't say anything else. Mailbox. We're still on mobile. Oh, yeah. Oh, and if you didn't guess, he's Australian. Yeah. Okay, I figured as much. He sounded Australian. With his name yes. being Melbourne. I know, right? <laughs> Surprised they didn't meet him in Legend of the Vampire. Yeah. Maybe Fred didn't see the magazine yet. Yeah. He hadn't become an international superstar. He was only <laughs> in Australia <laughs> at the time. Uh, my only other note for him is that, which I think we kind of already uh, said this, but he says that he has a plan, and that's when Fred's like, Really? Yay! Yay! Melbourne has a plan! And, oh, and then when everybody's like, I want to go with Melbourne. I want to go with him. And he's like, okay, I pick my own, like, he's like, get off of me. I think he, like, grabs Shaggy's arm and, like, yanks him off. (laughs) Because they're all, like, hanging on him. (laughs) He's like, I fly solo, but thank you. (laughs) Yeah. He's, He's a fun character. I'm excited to see him more. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other episodes he's in. I know one that's standing out. Well, okay, there's two that I can think of right now. 
One is going to be like in Egypt with a mummy. And then another one, I think is like in Arizona. And it's like this giant bird monster. It's such a, such like a bland monster, honestly. But like, anyway, yeah. I can't think of any other yeah. studies. In, but yeah, we'll see him more. So I'm Makes excited sense. to see him more. Oh yeah, because he's an archaeologist. So it's yeah. like his actual job. Mm-hmm. Not like hero. Yeah, <laughs> that's Fred Claims. his job. Yeah, so he's more in like the outdoorsy type. He's like an Indiana Jones character. Yeah, yeah, true. Exactly. <laughs> Who else did we have? Um, I wrote, the next person I wrote down was Heather Lane, the student slash museum worker, college student. Okay, yeah, I like didn't understand until the end that, okay, she's a college student in art? Was she a volunteer well, at the museum? I don't know. Was she like like a paleontology student, but she also like was an art, like maybe minored yeah. in art or something? Yeah, because they said she was an exchange student, and as part of her, probably like for class, she had to volunteer, and so she was a volunteer mm. at the museum, and okay. she was like a tour guide. Okay. But yeah. I guess she also was art, was into art. I don't she know. was into <laughs> art. Yeah. <laughs> really cool art as we yeah. Have. Yeah. really <laughs> interesting sh- yeah extravagant <laughs> art <laughs> very specific types of art yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like the art of criminal criminal art ooh I like that the art of being a criminal <laughs> ooh we gave it away well <laughs> cats out of the bag <laughs> um then we had Dr. Armando. He was the museum curator. He was the one that kind of like greeted the gang. Was like, you know, who's who here is Daphne? Like, your father sent you. Mm-hmm. Just was kind of like, okay, this this is your museum as it is my own. Just do what you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. Basically, take the bones from the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Knock holes in the wall. Whatever. <laughs> Play fetch a few times and just put it back, please. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was like, oh, okay, we'll take the gold and help pay with the repairs that you guys caused. Did he say that? Well, he didn't say that. Oh, because I was like, oh, he did say that? No. He finally... (laughs) He was just like, well, use the gold to help with the repairs. That's great. Yeah. Because the gang did kind of like, oh, sorry for all the damage. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, yeah, because they were cleaning up at the end. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah, at least they were doing something. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had JJ Hakimoto. He was like a film director. Was was he the director of the film that they were supposed to be showing? Yeah, the three D okay. movie, I think. Yeah, the dinosaur. Movie. So he is also a character that will be reoccurring. Oh, okay. This was a very very minor introduction, but uh, one of his major episodes there's one when he's directing an episode of the or an episode a music video of the hex girls and so he you know was like part of that and was like save my music video you know so we'll see him then and then there's also one when they go into a movie set that's being haunted and he's the director of that movie Um, i think maybe not maybe i'm mixing episodes but we will see him more so he's going to be a reoccurring character as well so he, I feel like, is very, 
like typical actiony director just like yeah you get that yeah watch it like just very loud and did you see that like Oh, no. Yeah, he was a little over the top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of eccentric. Yes, yeah, exactly. But yeah, he wasn't really in it a lot. But now mm. that you mentioned that he's going to come back, that makes more sense. Yeah, we'll we'll learn more about him in later episodes. So we also had Luis. Luis Sapida. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a representative of the people. Yeah, yeah like of the central. Valley, Valley, yeah, yeah, Central Valley rep. You mad at <clears throat> Melbourne for taking the bones? Yeah, and so, uh, claims that the people are mad at him too. Yeah, because he awakened the curse of the Gigantosaurus, <laughs> <Yeah>. or whatever. Because <laughs> they're sacred bones to this land. Yeah. So, which I okay was he. I mean, we know now why he was where the bones were, but like, was, did he drive with Melbourne over there or what, did he just so happen to pop up and in the very beginning when Melbourne's um, taking the bones, it kind of seemed like he just all of a sudden like popped up and was yeah. like, don't take these. Yeah, maybe he like was camping around there because he was afraid that yeah, true. people were going to take his gold or whatever, but yeah, he was just there, which mm. seems kind of weird. But, yeah, maybe he was just hanging around, or Melbourne's reputation precedes him, so he's like, oh, Melbourne's here, so I gotta go <laughs> check the bones, because he's gonna go try to rob them. <laughs> which, which, so, like, they put the bones there, so was it, like, a dig, essentially? Yeah, true. Like, because I felt like Melbourne was like, oh, he's stealing the bones, so that's mm-hmm. what I thought was happening. Yeah, was me stealing too. them. From the dig site, and he was taking him away from the museum, and then I'm like, wait, he didn't. So I was a little confused. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was kind of int- uh, confusing. Uh, opening. That's all the side characters I had. Anybody have anything else? Um, nope. I think that's it. You, Mariah? No, that's all I got. Okay, so the villain, like we said, was the Gigantosaurus. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, there's going to be a movie called The Phantasaur. Um, so we're going to have another, like, ghost dinosaur eventually. Nice. But the criminal behind it ended up being Heather and Luis, which is interesting. They were working together, but, uh, yeah, they were trying to get all that gold yeah. they found. Yep. The fool's gold that wasn't really fool's gold. <laughs> Sorry, Shaggy. Sorry, Shag. Um, yeah. Oh, Velma identified Sapita earlier because she was running face recognition and he came up as a con man in yes. the system. So that kind of was like a red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Heather was definitely a little more of the like, oh, criminal, you know, whereas we kind of knew Luis was going to be in no, on it. I thought Sapita, Luis Sapita would just, you know, crawled out of his hole and he wasn't a con man anymore he was representing the people and now he just goes back to his old ways he never trusts anyone exactly so sad poor poor (laughs) but he chose this life yeah Mm -hmm. or or maybe it chose him we don't know (laughs) yeah yeah we don't know his his life story (laughs) is he a recurring character (laughs) just kidding do we see him again that I remember (laughs) 
Neither is Heather. Yeah. I don't think we've seen either of them again. No. So I had some extras that I had said. I mean, one was like, yeah, they cause lots of damage. And then like the birds in Mexico and whatever. But one other note, um, if you listened closely, it was kind of hard to hear, but uh, at some points they use some of the same music from Monster in Mexico movie in this episode. Hmm, interesting. That's cool. Yeah, random. Nice little connection. Yeah. (laughs) So that does it for this chapter, really. Yeah. I feel like they've gone... So they went international first to Australia, and then they went to Mexico, and now they've kind of gone back to the same general-ish area, you know, like... So they haven't, like, traveled very diverse quite yet. Yeah. I mean, even within the United States, the farthest we've seen them go is uh, New York still. Because we never really got told where they went last episode. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they still have quite a bit to travel. Um, but are you guys still excited for this series? Did this episode damper any anything? No, it didn't. I, I actually like this episode. Yeah, I liked so, all the cool, like, terms and... Yeah, it was fun. And this, and the, um, like, the story of the villain was, like, it made sense. Yeah. It wasn't hard to follow. I liked it. Yeah. I, really cool. I'm excited for the next one. The next one is one of my personal favorites of the series, so... Cool. Just see what you guys think of that. <laughs> so, yeah, that does it. So, joke book... Joke time! I didn't is there a dinosaur joke? Yeah, true. Let's see, is there a dinosaur section? There's Daphne's favorites. <laughs> Deserted islands, dogs and cats. <laughs> Here's one about animals. What do you give a sick bird? Mm. Uh-oh, what? <laughs> it's so stupid. What? I, I didn't think it was going to be stupid. <laughs> Tweetment. <laughs> I kind of like that. That's funny. (laughs) It's dumb, but you know. Yeah. (laughs) Give the bird tweetment. Tweetment. (laughs) So that's gonna do it for this episode. Appreciate all of you listening once again. If you'd like to get in contact with the podcast, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram over at SD Legend Podcast. You can also email us at sdlegendpodcast at gmail.com. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, it would be greatly appreciated if you left us a review so we know if you're liking it, if you're not, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Uh, you can also send your thoughts in an email. Um, and you can also send us actually a voice message and we can feature it on here on the podcast. Uh, you just go to anchor.fm slash sdlegendpodcast and record a voice message, send it over, we can listen and hear what our listeners sound like. <laughs> Reveal your voice. Reveal yeah. your voice, everyone. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> and that's gonna do it. So thank you all for listening. We'll catch you in the next one.